the college football experience, Mountain West and Mac schedule release breakdowns on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. Yes. Myself, stacking the money green, real money Kramer this Saturday will be live watching the game. So come sweat out your bets and win prizes with the crew over at uh, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. So make sure you, uh, you know, tune in and remember as always to let it ride. Also, please make sure to fill out our listener survey for a chance to win a hundred dollar SGPN gift card. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash survey. That is sports gambling podcast.com slash survey. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. Just focusing, put the head down, college basketball, college basketball, college basketball. We try to release every single week at least, but now we're shifting into college football. If you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Dan Base Dent, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. (laughs) I mean, this is the new music, you know? Not getting sued by Frank Drebin. I can appreciate that. <laughs> I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, oily dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, yes, it is football. It is football. We talk it year round, yeah, yeah. Mountain West, then here. We got you covered, yeah, yeah. All right, 
we are also joined by third man in the booth, sporting a Baltimore Orioles head, you know, cap as if he's goddamn Jim Palmer over there. Not right, to and mention the ECU a, uh, shirt. Wow. And wow. a porn stash wow. to go with it. Wow. Wait, I am not, <laughs> not. I was not prepared for that. And I also. That's a lot of swagger going on. There we on. go. You know. Give it up for former, former, well, DFS God. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say I am wow. the DFS God. There it now. is. Dethroned. All right. Uh, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lack given. Former, former, her in the basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? Yeah, Love buddy. the opening yeah. day. You're going for your birds. You got a lot of ECU on. Yeah. You know, I got a lot going on. It's the first college football pod in a couple of weeks, but we do have Major League Baseball opening day going on. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a good time to be alive. Yeah, good time to be alive. But for Benedict Dantel to call tr- Crocodile Dundee two on HBO yesterday, he's saying in the chat, "That's a win for you." That's an underrated. All right. Flick. Take hey, that before world. We get too far, before we get too far into this, I want to know why is Patty C not going to be at the watch party? I'm only going if Patty's going. Hmm. Wait, which watch? What party do you mean? Right? He's allowed. Fine. We're doing a well, sports gambling not, podcast watch party Saturday. You're not promoting him. I mean, Patty. Well, C there's only be the three seats in the fucking studio. You know <laughs> what I mean? Gotcha. Buddy, he'll probably be out there sucking down beers. I'm a, I'll yeah, come in I'll here. I'll so. fuck with these guys a little bit. You know, I'll be <laughs> slapping their hats off their heads and I shit. I thought the watch party was at some some sports bar or something. Oh uh, no, Audible, Audible. There. Oh, okay. things changed. Things changed. Yeah, it's here at the Omaha. Omaha. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, exactly. I I heard open bar. I knew Patty C would be interested. <laughs> 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 Say no more. I'm there. <laughs> Shout out to Dayquadis. Says Kobe, so happy you deep dive into every f- every team. You're damn right. And if you're new to uh, the College Experience or Sports Gambling Podcast Network, every single June, starting in June, I will break. I'll do a solo podcast all on all 133 college, uh, FBS college football teams. Patty C will be with them uh, for a lot of them too. Boom. He puts in some hard labor. Here we as go. As we baby. go game by game, team by team, roster by roster, uh, breaking down. And and if you weren't with us last year, so after we get done with this episode. We have another episode scheduled for tonight where we will draft week zero. And then yes. next week we're going to draft week one. And then we go through all, all 13, 14 weeks, 15 weeks. Cause I know that army Navy games way out there. Explain um, that draft people, people that might be new to the show might not understand you draft games. Yeah. You draft. Basically we're sel- selecting the top 30 games of the week you know, in order, just like an NFL draft would, uh, you know, where I go first and Patty C then NC Nick and we state why we want that game there and, and why we're excited to watch these games. Exactly. Uh, so, so for example, I might have like a big time ACC matchup in the top 10 and these two clowns might give me shit for putting oh yeah. it above, I don't oh yeah. know, Iowa state versus Kansas state or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you're a, a big football junkie, it yeah. needs no explanation. Yeah. If you're a football junkie, you're in the right spot. All well, right. Let me tell you what. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking about life. I'm like, man, we're all working hard out here. Sometimes it's tough to find the thrills that you want. I'm gonna wax a little uh, you know, poetic or whatever you want to call it. Uh <laughs> But you know what? I I went back to the well last night and it and it rewarded me again. I I, I it's two in the morning, I'm up. And I look up college football pro bowl predictions, 2023, find some articles on the internet. Uh, 
I just went to bed happy as shit. Yeah. I fell right asleep and had amazing. See, I, would, I would be angry because I hate. How do you bowl games? <laughs> well, it's just you know we're talking uh, major predictions, things that are coming up this year. Yes, you know yes. that uh, right now we just we we haven't built that yet. We haven't gotten excited yet, but we're it, it's starting right now. And it's about yeah, I think to tonight. But tonight that? is the first one where we start picking games each week. Now we're starting to look at on a week by week. We're starting to get back into the college football mindset. Okay. We we preface it enough. Let's dive in. Let's dive. Let's in. go. All right. Uh, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the college football experience and the sports gambling podcast network. And WinBet's now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout right now for WinBet's Win Hour each Thursday from five to six p.m. Eastern time. During WinBet's Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. There's so many ways to win on the big dance. Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DJs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer something to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 order present state where WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gaming problem, call 1 800 522 We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Masters. Yes, looking to hang out with Sean, stacking the money green, and Ryan Real Money Kramer from the Sports Gambling Podcast at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world. You can win a three night stay at Circle Las Vegas to hang with the guys. And the contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. Also, if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. So do that. And remember, as always, to let it ride. All right, guys, before we dive into Mac and uh and the Mountain West schedules that were released over the past couple weeks, um, wanted to talk about what you guys thought of the current final four. And, and if you thought, obviously the college basketball experience, will have an episode tonight at 9 PM. But um, I mean, obviously this is a crazy thing and, and a lot of people upset saying there's no blue bloods, even though I would certainly say UConn's a blue blood, Um, but I had five national championships since when since, I don't know. What is that? 98? Maybe. I mean, They're, they're yeah. the most dominant team of the last 25 years. Ooh, ooh, talking to a Duke fan over there. Um, but that's the, the most dominant team. Who else that. has that many championships? What are you playing for? Are you playing but for they've had a lot of ups, They've had a lot of ups and downs too. It hasn't okay. been consistent. Sure. Greatness. Yeah. Sure. But at the same time, you got Miami, who's not even known as a basketball school in the ACC, even though they've clearly become a basketball school. Now uh, you got, uh, you got, you know, obviously Florida Atlantic, the owls who started their program in what, in like 1988, I think. And also wait, Miami actually did their program went away in the eighties. They brought it back in, in 85. That's insane. Yeah. And then you have uh San Diego state, the Aztecs, um, you know, and a lot of people are saying, what is this? The transfer portal is this NIL is this COVID eligibility. You know, the, is this good for the sport? The health of the sport? I think it's fantastic for the sport. Well, I this think was almost coming a couple fantastic. of years ago yeah. when uh, COVID hit. Yeah, that year we had Dayton that was a one seed. San Diego State was a one that year, and then was you know Baylor. What? But I know people look at last year and see the four blue bloods that won the national or that, that were Kansas, in the final four. UNC and Duke. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. UNC was an eight seed. Yeah, but still a blue blood. Still though, the look at the prior two years we had in March Madness before that. Baylor had never won a national championship. They won a national championship. 
Uh, and they played Gonzaga, who's never won a national championship. The the year before that, Virginia had never won a national championship. They won a national championship. They, they played Texas, Texas Tech. Tech, who had never won a national championship. So this yep. shit has been coming down the pipes. Uh, Nick, what do you make of it? I think it's fantastic. I mean, I thought last year was fantastic too. So it's definitely a different flavor. But college basketball is the most fair postseason in all of sports, and yep. it does what college football cannot do. Even this Final Four, even though we, there's two teams in Florida, you got one team in California, one team in the Northeast, two teams in the Southeast. It brings the entire country together and it gives everybody a chance. Amen. That is the opposite of what college football does. Yeah, and it breathes new life into yeah. the sport. Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing for me is there's always been a fence up against if you're trying to become a, a I mean, look, we just saw Creighton lose, but Creighton's in the Big East now. Gonzaga, they might, there's talk. They might be in the big 12, but we've seen Creighton actually come up to a somewhat power conference. Yeah. And, and that's a perfect example. You know, I know you have that example well, with no TCU or something, but Gonzaga's legitimacy as a program, yeah. you know, and TCU is, is probably similar. So, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not the fence. Uh, it, I think going to four has helped a little, you know? Oh yeah. Tiny Cincinnati. Bit. Yeah. TCU. It's helped a little. Yeah, yeah. You know. help the tiny but, bit. So in college football, the closest thing we have is either Boise or UCF. Pretty much rising from complete obscurity. Yeah, Boise yeah. can't sniff anything. UCF, I, you know, I guess you know Cincinnati, a fellow they were in the American with UCF, they did make a playoff. So you're right, it's it's helping a little bit, but really we have to take the next step and go to 12 or 16. I well, mean, and you need auto bids. You need auto bids. Yes. I think that's yes. one of the biggest things. You got to have auto bids. And uh, we knew the college football powers that be were not going to have auto bids from every conference because they want to have three, four SEC teams, a couple Big Ten teams, et cetera, et cetera. Which is what what we're what we're arguing here. They want the stronghold still. They yes. want the stronghold on the recruiting battles. Yep. See the reason why uh, you know this why why college basketball system is so much better and why college football should try to adapt it as much as possible is because you do see Florida Atlantic or or whoever you know that that is building a winner but college football they want no it's our money it's our money this can't happen this can't happen well let let's make like, sure we're not going to be stepping on our own toes later here to some extent you would think that an at large field you know, could potentially reward whoever deserves it, you know, uh, as opposed to like a, and a lot of people would argue that, that auto bids are going to reward some eight and four Mac teams or whatever. And they, they should, that's fine. Potentially it is yeah. fine. I mean, you're, you're sometimes there's, there's teams with losing records that make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, sure. And, 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 and look, the, the reality is, is like, like you it's, you can't recruit the reason why there is that big gap or why you see you know, uh, this not happen in football is because they're able to keep their stronghold on recruiting. If, if they, if they, if, if they gave a bid to everybody, then all of a sudden Northern Illinois can take Illinois recruits. Cause guess what? We have a playoff shot. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know that it's necessarily the sec's job to give up their, uh, you know, place at the table that, you know, if they have a better team than Northern Illinois does, why should they, uh, Say Northern Illinois well, should get that bid over the team, our team that's better. Well, I no, don't the, think that the that's SEC should have multiple, just like the NCAA tournament. They should have more than the MAC in there. Yeah. But at the same time, you what is the point of playing the season? Give me the champion of every yeah. conference and and regionality. Like the whole fucking nation will be. I agree that there's some there's some merit to it. I don't want to uh, be like completely hipster and, and and go down this road that we're 
you know, we most we of the playoff games have been blowouts anyway. What's the difference of putting Northern Illinois in? I agree. I'm just saying, in principle, putting the best teams in, I don't have an opposition to that. And so, if the whole it's thing, subjective. If the whole, it's subjective. Th- it is subjective, and that's that's, that's the really problem. what it comes yeah. down to. Is that now? With gonna, all that yeah. said, I don't know in college football if we'll see a Final Four. Even say, say they expand to sixteen teams, I don't know if we'll see a Final Four like we do in basketball this year because football and basketball are entirely different sports. True, and it's harder for a big time underdog to beat Alabama or something. It's yeah. just different but that, sports. But part of that, and and I would push back a little bit on you. Part of back, part of that is is that they can do that. They know they're they're going to make the playoffs, so they can steal every recruit. Northern Illinois, no one wants to go there because there's no there's no shot of anything, right? So if you had a chance over, and I, I, this wouldn't happen right away. I think down the line it would happen, but if Fresno State's got a chance, and all of a sudden Fresno State's going to be able to steal actually legit four or five star talent in L.A. Yeah, I mean, in, in, Nick's right in the sense that one big recruit or a couple big recruits is two out of one or two out of five players on the team. So if you if you got one or two out of five better. Then you might have a chance of beating a team that has three out of five better than you. But uh, in football, it's harder. But that doesn't mean that a team like Fresno couldn't get a bunch of good players yeah. that they're not currently able yeah. to get. See, once and, that and I think door the, the is thing, open to them. The, they are different sports, and I know that it would be harder because there's more players involved, right? There's depth. And, and it's All called line stuff. play. It's it's tough. Yeah. I don't care if you have a, some good receivers and a good quarterback. If you don't have the lines to go toe to toe with Alabama or Georgia or something. You're just not going to come close to winning. True. But I think the common, the common like misconception of that is the fact that they have the stronghold. If they didn't have the stronghold, then, and they didn't have it before. Yes. Now they have more power now than they ever had. And that, that to me is the biggest pushback on that. It's it's not like FAU is out there stealing four and four star and five star recruits from Duke. It's not like just because FAU has a chance to go to the final four, they're, they're competing recruiting with the, the blue bloods of college basketball. Uh, but maybe they could get, I mean, I think they'd be able to get uh, like a Jameer Gibbs or something, which you saw started Alabama this past year or someone, s- some transfer guys that would, that would help make it a little, cause really it's about scouting. I think that's been the difference here is coaching and scouting. Yeah. But but there's a fence on whether how far you can do that in the group of five or even in some of the power five. To tell you the truth, yeah, yeah, to a degree. But I just don't think it's going to be as wide open as as basketball, just because they are different. different I agree. It, it's well, it's, uh, well, you have eighty man rosters. I agree, but I also yeah, believe got, that yeah, the the three point shot was a great equalizer. You could have five white guys that get hot from beyond the arc, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're competing. Let, with let's Kentucky. talk about that though, because everyone wants to mention the NIL. The triple option is uh, a three-point shot, and <laughs> everyone wants wants to mention, you know, COVID eligibility, NIL, uh, transfer portal. Princeton does none of those, and they almost went to the Elite Eight. <laughs> they beat Arizona. <laughs> Princeton does not did not honor the COVID eligibility. They said, nope, your eligibility is gone, gone. Right? Princeton does not take transfers. Yeah. Princeton has no players even on scholarship. On scholarship, no. So they're like. They're kind of like the thing of like, Hey, yeah, we still beat the number one or one of the best teams, a top 10 team. And then also beat an sec team. So you beat, they beat Arizona, they beat Missouri. And then they, you know, they made a sweet 16. What an unbelievable run there. Is there any merit to that Patty C? Well, I mean, maybe that is to Nick's point or both of your points that the game of basketball lends itself to upsets a little more than the game of football does and, and parody in general. But 
you know, I would push back. There's been plenty of less Upset. talented yeah. teams. App State beat number five Michigan. Right. All right. I mean, come that, on. Oh, sure, it can yeah. happen. Yeah. But I'm just saying, that, like in the playoff format, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think you're going to see a Final Four like we did in basketball. This I year. don't think it Probably will start not. out like that. Think about how long we've had this tournament, guys. We've gone to 64 since like what 1984 or something. I think building that long term, you could get to that. Yeah, I but, agree. Uh, it, over time, it'll in improve. the chat, PH zero T. And a bunch of other shit uh, says. <laughs> will, will y'all do Conference USA schedule review? We've already done that, man. That episode is available. Uh, you can go listen to that episode. Uh, we're excited about the weekday games. And speaking of that, guys, that I want to photon five. Photon five. He's <laughs> got a high tech fucking yeah. name over here. Um. So so you have this, the NEC, which is in the FCS, Patty C, the NEC conference. Yeah, buddy. Uh, there's talk that CBS, because CBS is in, involved with the CUSA, and I read an article today that p- they might be trying to push the NEC for weekday FCS football games. Oh. Patty C, would let me ask you this: NEC has like Duquesne and and Central Connecticut State and Merrimack and and Bryant, which is located in Rhode Island. Patty C, uh, do you think this is a good move? And would you watch some NEC football on the weekdays? Yes. Okay. Why would I not? Okay. I'm excited about this. Uh, when I read this, I was like, are they listening to the show? Because I've been saying forever that I, in my opinion, the big sky, all, every single FCS conference, every group of five should be considered or should be moving their schedule, especially if we're going to let TV execs ruin all of our historic rivalries, then God damn it. Give us football seven days a week. All right. Like, like give us college. Okay. Maybe not Sunday. Cause you'll lose that. But Monday all the yeah. way to Saturday. I want fucking college football games on. And to me, if you add the FCS together with the FBS, you have like 170 t- or 270 teams and that's enough. That's There's almost no like college basketball being played yeah. here. Yeah. Let's come get on. it on TV. Uh, come on uh, CBS, finish this deal with the NEC and let's get it going. Nick, what do you think of that? Yeah. We've been saying for a, a long time, we need more weekday games and you know, how many FCS games will I watch during the week? I, I might not catch it every week, but I know damn sure I'm not watching any on Saturday. So yes, yeah. move it to the week, like scheduling, dude, move it to date during the day during yeah. the week. Yeah. So, so me and everybody else that works from their home office can get a little day action on some college football. Give me <laughs> Tuesday I'm afternoon. Board. Yeah, g- give me uh give me Mac after dark. G- give me any, Nick, give me I'm going to CAA at 3 AM. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to send you some links this year because I remember watching like New Mexico Highlands during the day they were playing day. And it, uh, did, what D two or D three games uh, last season? I'll send you some links. We'll be nice, good. Nice. Joe Hackney says Northeast football needs weekdays to bring us back, boys. Book it. You know, Patty yeah. C's happy Cheers. about that. There's Joe. We've Bum, heard Joe Let's go. Cheers, get, man. And, and he's probably rooting for UConn to win the Natty so that football team can take some of that basketball money. Bum. Give it to Jim Mora. Invest nil, baby. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Daquan says hundred percent. We need more weekday games. Amen. Listen out there, folks. All right, listen. All right. Before we get to to the, talking about the schedules for the Mac and the Mountain West, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness college pick 'em, and it's great to get in on, on all the action because if your bracket's busted, like everyone's is, fuck you. I know you didn't have all these teams in there. Um, 
you know, you got an, a second option. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, guys. The Mac released their schedule just uh, well while we were just deep into college basketball. Our apologies for being a couple, uh, a couple weeks late on the Mac and mountain West here guys. I'm going to go team by team. I'm going to do this somewhat fast because um, it's the Mac. Okay. With that said real quick, I think, you know, we, we need to highlight who you want to play in the other division and who you want to avoid. So the clear cut, it's pretty obvious. Go ahead. I think Kent State's going to be Kent State's whole roster got raided. They have a brand new coach. Their head coach is now the OC of Colorado, Sean Lewis. Uh, they're going to be really bad, I think. Yeah. Also, you look at last year's Bowling Green Falcon team, who was Scotty Leffler, Patty C. Believing in them again, uh, <laughs> but they were one one of the oldest teams. I think they were the oldest team in college football last year. So yeah. I would imagine, as I haven't done our Bowling Green preview yet, so I haven't done <laughs> dove all the way in and found the Falcons yet. I would imagine they're going to regress. A decent amount. Uh, well, in the East, the team you don't want to play is Ohio, that went seven and one in conference, won the conference by two games over Buffalo and Bowling Green. And if you're just looking at, is Rourke at, coming at, back uh, there? At, at what? I think Rourke's yeah, back. I think Rourke yeah, should I think be he's healthy. Only a, he's only a junior. Yeah, yeah. And I expect him to be healthy Ohio. week one. Yeah. Oh, and, week, uh, zero. Akron, week zero, week zero, buddy. Week zero. Uh, we'll get there. Hello. Yeah, Hello. yeah. We'll get there. Akron was one in seven in the league, but that could be a little tricky because they started playing a lot better towards the end of, uh-huh. end of the uh, year. So my, you can't just go off of conference record from the previous season. My win total got voided because that game got canceled, <laughs> rescheduled. They should have won that game. The running back fumbles against Buffalo. The final right. game of the season. Joe Moorhead didn't exactly live up to expectations. Uh, here. I mean, they Not were quite, chippier though. They were they it, weren't losing by sixty each week. So it's a process. Yeah. It's a process. And and the West is a total clusterfuck because the whole conference. Was with uh, the whole league was within three games of each other, but you would expect Toledo to be pretty good again. That's true. Well, historically true. speaking, you'd expect Northern Illinois, champions of the West, not Michigan, Northern Illinois. Two years uh, ago, eight of the last thirteen years, they have wow. come out of the West. Blue blood. They've, they've had the some match. shitty years too, though. Yeah, they have. but imagine if there was an offense on them, you could build on that for. If they had eight playoff berths in thirteen years. You telling me that I don't program know if wouldn't be won in a better the state Mac overall, but. Okay. They've won the, yeah. mount, the yeah. West. Still playing yeah. for that. That would still help. Um, all right. Looking at the Akron Zip schedule, uh, they're non con at Temple, home to Morgan State, who's terrible, at Kentucky and at Indiana. It's pretty tough at a conference schedule. I was impressed by Stan Drayton at, at Temple in year one. Morgan State's complete ass, so they should be able to win that. I mean, the Temple game, if Moorhead's got his guys improved, they, that's a winnable game. Uh, the other two. That's Probably not ass, likely. Ass fest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, most of the Mac schools are going to have more difficult out of conference schedules, but the, the thing here is you only have one home game and that's against Morgan state. So if that temple game was at home, you would say, okay, this is, this is manageable, but I'd say it's pretty tough. You know, yeah. we need our fan base out there to come up with an angle for each game that makes it interesting. Just like the JFK Bowl last year with Massachusetts versus A and M, we need A and M didn't didn't uh, didn't go back on that one. Damn damn bastards! All right, yeah. they they almost lost. Do you remember that? They yeah. almost lost that game. <laughs> like, uh, I think this non-con 
And I think that's kind of the way to do it. Look, they have back-to-back away games between central Michigan and Bowling green. Uh, and then obviously, and, and shame on you, Mac, for only doing a month of Tuesday, Wednesday night games. That that should be the whole fucking year, to be honest. No, it's mm-hmm. no one's going to be watching the Morgan State Akron game on a Saturday. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's compare that to Ball State, and I think that's the way. Instead of just you know shouting out our opinion there, uh, Ball State's at a conference schedule at Tennessee, home to Murray State. The Racers were complete ass in the FCS last year. I know they have a historic. Historically decent program, Bud Foster, friend of the program, played safety there. Uh, uh, Georgia at Georgia Southern, and then home to UConn. So they're getting essentially three bowl teams from a year ago in Murray State. Murray State is better than Morgan State. I think this schedule's harder than Akron's at a conference. Would you agree, Nick? Well, so this is the same thing. You have two road trips to Power Five opponents. You have a Group of Five, and you have an FCS. The group of five for Ball State is at least at home in Muncie. It's true, but I feel like uh, UConn is better than Temple. Y- yes, and UConn's better than Temple too. This is yeah, uh, that's a little. UConn went to a bowl game last year, buddy. The fact that Kentucky is better, you know, we, I, I still mentally I can't help it, but think of them as a shitty program still. But that's a hard game for uh, Akron. But Ball State is is a tougher schedule. All right, so, nine so <laughs> what? What what website are you are you looking at? Because I'm looking at FBS schedules for Ball State. Yeah, and my four out of conference games are Kentucky, Georgia, Indiana State, and Georgia Southern. Tell mm-hmm. me we got the right year. <laughs> did I? Did Gonna I have to hit up? the reset button? Oh, I might have fucked up Ball State. Uh, did I? Did I look at this? Uh, <laughs> I might have looked at. I'm last looking year's. at Colby's notes. <laughs> we're looking at last year here. I might have right with Akron. Uh, might have just fucked. yeah. I think I might have just fucked up on Ball State. Hopefully. Um. All right. So let's. Uh, yeah. Re- give give yeah, us Ball State schedule. F- so it's still Georgia Southern. <laughs> yes. So it's at Kentucky, at Georgia, home to Indiana State, home to Georgia Southern. Yeah. I'm sorry. I looked at this. I looked at uh, 2022. My bad. Um, stoner moment. Even though you know. But, uh, uh, yeah. So Kentucky's getting their Mac work in here. Uh, getting yeah. both Akron and Ball State. Um, I'd say they're pretty comparable schedules. Georgia Southern is a little bit tougher than Temple, but it's at home for Ball State. Dude, they play I, Georgia. What are you talking about? This is way harder. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm chalking those up as losses anyway. You know. Still, I just think the physical, the way your team gets beat yeah. down. Good point. And Indiana State is actually like I feel like they're a little bit better FCS than uh, Murray State. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that 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 factors for Max schools. You kind of gotta yeah. have that level figured out. I'm sorry, but but Ball State's still harder. All right, still harder. Let, Agreed. Let me ask you this: uh, the Max starts uh, uh, weekday play win November, so they aren't just you know because I was gonna give them credit, say hey, the nine conference they can't really control if the other team's willing to play on a Tuesday, but the fact that you're right, they leave essentially October completely on Saturdays. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Indiana State wants that paycheck, so you could say, "Hey, Indiana State, we're playing on a fucking Tuesday." And guess what or, they would do? They or would play just sprinkle in a, at least like one conference game every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like true. the whole league has to play on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's true. Yeah, give us action. I think Ball State's schedule is a lot harder. I'm sorry, but uh, so it, it's actually listed as one of my toughest in the uh, the whole conference. Yeah. Um, then you get Bowling Green. Bowling Green. <laughs> Is at Liberty week, and this is one 
I know we're going to get to our week one preview or week one draft. This got to be a weekday game because I'm not watching this on fucking Saturday. All right. <laughs> exactly. Bowling Green at Liberty. I see it's scheduled for Saturday right now. And I go, what are you doing? What are you fucking doing, guys? Come on, Falwell. Get your fucking get your ducks in in order here. Put this thing on TV. Oh, you can put it on the you can put it on YouTube and we watch it on fucking, you know. Come on, uh, at Liberty, home to Eastern Illinois, uh, at Michigan and at Georgia Tech. Though it's brutal. That's three Power Fives. Uh, well, if you consider Liberty, Liberty spends like a Power Five. So, uh, yeah, so at least two of those are with uh, with brand new head coaches, and especially true. the Liberty one in Week One. Jamie Chadwell still trying to get things in order up there. Yeah, if you're gonna catch him, might as well do it week one. True, that is true. Eastern um, Illinois did what last year? Let me double check this. I think they were just like 500, right? They were two and nine okay. at the yeah. uh, FCS level, so that should be a pretty winnable game there. Um, that's a tough schedule, though. You're right. Uh, Georgia Tech uh, on the road is that a winnable game for Bowling Green? No. They, they lost. Georgia Tech lost to what was it? Northern Illinois a couple years ago at home. Yeah, but don't sleep on Scotty Leffler. He lost. <laughs> he lost his team. You know, a, a, a bunch of people graduated. Yeah, right? I think that's an L. It's so hard to get excited about the Mac. I'm sorry, I got to learn my Mac history and well, the new. You've been saying this shit for five fucking years. I'm just years. looking at here's here's right? four losses in the nine conference. Uh, and I know a little bit more about the Mac now, but it's still just like. It's a dull conference. Mm. I like that it's competitive within You're itself. You're offending Nick. You're offending Nick. Give me something. Yeah. Give me something. Uh, well, I'll give you this. I think this schedule. Do you think this is the hardest schedule we've done so far, Nick? I had Ball State's harder. I do too. I think Ball State's is the hardest out of the three we've done. Then the Buffalo Bulls. They're out of conference. Is at Wisconsin, home to Fordham, who almost almost beat Ohio last year. Tim Demorat firing the laser all around the field, uh, then home to Liberty. Liberty basically playing the max schedule, and then at Louisiana taking on the Raging Cajuns. They only get one Power Five, unless you include Liberty because they spend like a Power Five. What do you think? I actually think this is one of the more favorable because I think Louisiana is heading in the wrong direction. I think. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, this is certainly on my list of easiest. Once again, you know, at Wisconsin, of course, it's tough, but you're catching Week a brand. Yeah. Brand new head coach, brand new offensive style, brand new quarterback. Liberty the game is at home in Buffalo. And yeah, Louisiana is not the same uh, raging Cajuns as it was two or three years ago. And if you want to look at in conference, they get Ohio in Buffalo in November, which is nice. And, and like Maurice link was had this program kind of going towards the end of the year. Last year, I felt like I was more impressed with Buffalo than I thought I was going to be. Maybe not even the end of the year, maybe the whole year. Um, yeah. But uh, do I we think know what uh, Vince Lombardi's Fordham Rams uh, did last year? Off yeah, the top Tim Demorat. They took went to the FCS playoffs. Oh, yeah, okay. They had one of the best quarterbacks in the country, including uh, Joe, the FBS. Joe, what was Joe doing here in the chat? Joe, I just said nice to talk to you. You're 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 ragging on my ACC already, man. Mm. You and Moneyline Mac need yeah. to get a room. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Phillips is going back to the drawing board. All right, <laughs> just gonna make Boston College football relevant again. Um, Eight game conference slate for yeah. the ACC. They're gonna play a four game conference schedule next year. All right, uh, Central Michigan. This one is brutal, guys. This is the hardest schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and look, I Jim McElwain, I think is a good coach. I think he's underrated. I, uh, like I kind of think he should have never been fired from Florida. Uh, 
he, I saw, you know, that he had, uh, you know, reached out to all the, uh, CMU alums and, you know, via email saying like, I was very disappointed in our performance this year. This will not happen again. Then I, I was buying in. And then I look at the schedule and I go, Holy shit. You're <laughs> at Michigan state. You're home to new Hampshire in the CAA. You're at Notre Dame and you're at South Alabama oh, who, who man. won 10 games. I mean, absolutely brutal. And then even before your bye week right after taking on those, you get Eastern Michigan and Buffalo, who I think we're going to be contenders in the Mac this year. So, I I think this one is I, I'm going to put this one at, at number one hardest uh, in yes, the Mac that we've previewed so agree. far. One more thing, they do also play at Ohio. So from the East, they get the Bobcats on the road. This is this is the toughest in the conference. And uh, New Hampshire, a playoff team with a playoff win last year in yeah, the FCS. Wildcats, level. man, tough Wildcats, tough little slate. Chippy slate, you yes, might say. Yes, Chippy. There Hello. you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, now we jump over to Eastern Michigan, who normally they used to schedule absolutely batshit crazy. And Chris Creighton has built this thing up where they make a bowl game every year. I look at this schedule and I go, this team's gonna be like he might win ten <laughs> games this year in, in the MAC because they get Howard on a on opening Friday night week one. That should be a win. Howard's not great. Then they're <laughs> at Minnesota, and folks, if you don't know Eastern Michigan's recent history, they have wins in the past five years at Purdue, they can at, hang. No, at Northwestern, at Illinois, and at Rutgers. Watch out! All right, they're at Minnesota week two. Then they're home to UMass, and they're at Rich Rod's uh, Jacksonville <laughs> State program. It's a genius uh, schedule. That's this is great. Almost, that's almost three FCS opponents right there. Yes, yes, it, it's <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Now they do have at Central Michigan. How long back has UMass away. been uh, FBS? Uh, like ten over ten years. Ten I feel years. Like but they they, yeah. they, they perform play like, like they yeah. they yeah. perform like an yeah. FCS. It essentially is three FCS schools. Yeah, and, and Jacksonville then, State. Even though I think they have a promising future, this is their first year in FBS. So yeah, Florida State won't schedule them. But, um, <laughs> it, it all depends on Rich Rod if he has his guy or not. If he has his fast quarterback, then they're fucking. They could beat Alabama or not, not Alabama, but a good team. Uh, <laughs> Florida if, State. If there he, you go. If he's got a shitty uh, slow quarterback, they could lose to anyone. Uh, yeah. I mean, this schedule breaks nice for them too. They also get Kent state on there. They got, I mean, really uh, the away games at central Michigan is huge in the Mac opener. And then uh, at Toledo after a buy, I mean, this schedule just breaks really nice for Eastern Michigan. I think yeah, this is your year. You haven't won the Mac yet. This is the year. There you go. Get this on the Chris the Creighton hype train Let's with Colby go. right now. All right. The team that I think that schedules absolutely the most insane out of any team in the, in really the FBS out of conference. <laughs> you remember last year, Kent state played at Georgia <laughs> at Oklahoma and at Washington <laughs> maniacs Just hey, like, Com yeah. compared to the last couple of years. It's, it's, it's a little bit easier. It's not, yes. it's definitely not easy. It's just a little bit easier. They open up the season. Uh, at UCF opening Thursday night, as they go to the big 12, first game in the big 12, nice. then they follow that with at Arkansas. Then they're home to central Connecticut state of the NEC. Maybe like maybe it'll be a weekday game. Come on, let's go <laughs> then at Fresno state. So that is their at a conference schedule for the golden flashes. Um, I mean, the problem, it is easier than Georgia, Washington, and Oklahoma, but they're still going to lose to UCF, Arkansas, and Fresno. Yep, pretty much. So yeah, the end result is still going to be one and three out of conference. Uh, who took over for Lewis? The running backs coach from uh, from Minnesota. His name is uh, man. I'm drawing a blank. I'm not going to be able to help you. 
It's uh, Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Kenny Burns. Yeah. We should have a documentary about the Golden Flashes this yeah. year. Uh, it's called We Suck Ass uh, because the number one uh, offense in the country is no longer in. Yeah. Kent and State. he took an offensive coordinating job with Dion over being the head coach. He was like, man, I, I play Georgia every fucking year. I play, you know, Oklahoma. He's like, uh, this is no fun, guys. This is no fun. To make uh, matters worse, much like Central Michigan, they also have at Ohio from the east. Yeah, and they look at those back. To, I mean, really, the first three, first four conference games before the bye, all brutal. Miami, Ohio, at Ohio, at Eastern Michigan, home to Buffalo. This team's gonna get their ass kicked. They're, yep. I'm looking. To, I don't know what that number will be. We're waiting on Vegas to drop the win total, but I'm looking to play the under on Kent State all day this year. Uh, let's move along to the Miami, Ohio Redhawks. They are open up the season with three away games. I, I commend you. I commend you because no one else in the country would ever do this. No one else in the country would ever do this. Really only or out of their first five games. Yeah. yeah. They All go the at Miami, Florida, which I love this game. Cause we're going to see the battle of who's the better Miami, which I actually think could be a game middle Tennessee. won at, at, at Miami last year. Why can't Miami, Ohio? So that's opening week one, Friday night, prime time. Uh, then they follow that with at UMass. Patty C, I know you're excited for nor- the rebirth of Northeast football, and UMass is welcoming in the Red Hawks. You might not care about the Mac, but you care about UMass football. Yeah, that's what I appreciate about you. The, the Mac, uh, Miami, Ohio in particular, kind of intrigues me because it's like a small ass town. If I'm not mistaken, that's. Uh, Oxford, yeah, Oxford, Ohio. I mean, I heard, that's a, I heard that's a big time party school. Our cousin yeah. went there. Yeah, I want to say it's like a twenty thousand person uh, town. If I, uh, a lot of Jaeger bombs there, isn't that Jaegerbaum <laughs> Field? I think their stadium is Jaegerbaum Field. Population yeah. twenty two thousand. Well, isn't their coach Chuck Jaeger? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ch- yeah. Chuck exactly. Jaegerbaum. There you so go. They call him. So they call him at the local watering hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, look, I got to get behind Miami, Ohio. Well, look, they play so at Miami, Florida, at UMass, at Cincinnati. Then they welcome in the Delaware State Hornets of the FCS, who's not very good. Then they're at Kent State. So yeah, four away games out of five. But luckily, Kent State and Delaware State are complete ass. It, to be honest, UMass is too. So maybe they could be three and two. What if they if they were to upset Miami somehow? They could they could really have a nice season. <laughs> Like I like their schedule, uh, even within the conference. You know, before the bye week, I, okay, you have the Toledo, Ohio back to back weeks, but besides that, what's a nice season? Seven to five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll buy that. Yeah. I feel like in the MAC, and a seven and five season is going to get you to the conference championship get three times out of four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you got Northern <laughs> Illinois. Right. Which, I'm an idiot. The guy's name is Chuck Martin. <laughs> yeah. Not Chuck Yeager. Oh, no, I thought you were. I thought Wasn't you were Chuck just Yeager, like a uh, astronaut or something. <laughs> I thought you were doing shtick. <laughs> I thought you were saying Chuck Yeager, like he drinks Yeager at the bars. I knew it was Chuck Martin. There's a I'm Yeager. A, I'm an in, idiot. Yeah, I thought you were doing shtick over here. I was like, I, was I, well, I don't know why that popped in my head. <laughs> it's Chuck, y- it's Yeagerbaum Field. That's what yes, it is. Okay, yeah. maybe that's why I got my wires yeah, crossed. I'm right. sorry. It's not a football season. Th- thank you, Rob. <laughs> Chuck Yeager, United States Air Force officer, flying ace. We support you. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Deep diving over there. Northern <laughs> Illinois at, uh, at a conference schedule is at Boston College in the season opener. I mean, call me crazy. 
Boston College lost a Flowers. They lose Jerkovic. They're gonna lose, right, to Northern Illinois. <laughs> Nick, well, th- this is a genius schedule here. I mean, yeah, yeah Northern Illinois. They're definitely a, a live dog here. But but you know who else is a live dog? Week two, they take on Southern Illinois, who's like an FCS playoff team almost every year. Shout out to our boy Stone Lobano. It's that would That's be true. hilarious if they if they beat Boston College and then lose to the Salukis. I lo- I'll be honest, I love seeing that game on the schedule. Southern Illinois against Northern Illinois. Oh yeah, Salukis, Huskies. This, this should happen every fucking year. Dog on dog, dog eat dog game. Then Northern and then, and then at Nebraska. I mean, we saw Georgia Southern, an, another Group of Five win at Nebraska Dude, last year. I think Northern Illinois won the last time they they played at Lincoln they? in the past like five or six years. And then Tulsa at home is winnable too. It's it's very rare that a Mac school has. You could argue four winnable non-conference games. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, if they opened up four now? Now, w- with that said, Northern Illinois went three and nine last year, so they yeah, could. They're go probably going to be zero and four. Man, probably going to be zero and four. You you shut your mouth about Thomas Hammock. You shut your mouth about Fat Albert. <laughs> he's one of the most likable coaches, and he's going to have a rebound. That's what he does. Instead of uh, the, the mound of rebound, should we call him the mound of touchdown? <laughs> the <laughs> mound of touchdown. I like that. I Let's like go. Uh, okay. Now another nice favorable one is our boy Curtis Rourke. And these are the breaks uh, with the Ohio Bobcats because week zero, they get first off by them playing a week zero game. They get two bye weeks, which I think is always an advantage. They also are playing at San Diego state. Who's good, but that's a winnable game. Cause Brady hoax, not he took, took away the physicality out of that team. Uh, that's a winnable game to me. Then they have the Long Island Shocks. Trent Green's son is still the quarterback there. They're fucking terrible. Um, then yeah. they're at Florida Atlantic, who Tom Herman and all of a sudden all this basketball money's probably coming in. They're probably going undefeated. Um, but you know, not. I'm I'm gonna say that's a winnable game. And then they're they host they host Iowa State. Matt Campbell and Iowa State coming into Athens, Ohio. Holy shit! They're gonna. I be, love that. I yes. love that, man. But that's crazy. Why would Ohio State do that? Why are you gonna uh, go Iowa State, not Ohio State. State. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Ohio I'm, State would never do that. Yeah. No, no, they wouldn't because they're smarter than Iowa State. Why would Iowa State do that to themselves? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but uh, I feel I like Ohio it. State hasn't played a yeah. road game in in state in like a hundred yeah. years. They haven't. Right. Yeah, they don't play. They they don't play away games. I don't know if when you got you're that in the top <laughs> dogs, let them come to you, right? Yeah, yeah. Even when they went to Cincinnati, it was at Paul Brown Stadium, yeah, the so Bengals not Stadium. Nippers, yeah. yeah. Uh oh, man. I mean, this one's pretty easy. This is a great schedule for the Bobcats. Curtis Jordan Rourke. Thackeray saying, "Fire up the chips." There we go. CMU fan. Michigan fan. Hello. Uh, Mesquite style. What do you think of this? I think both Northern Illinois and Ohio have two of the more favorable at a conference schedules, Pat. You said Northern uh, Illinois and Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, totally. Long Island is almost like a, like, yeah. Like if you made a team on a shitty uh, video game, yeah. uh, their, their uniforms are <laughs> God awful. <laughs> I mean, they should be beautiful, but it's another NEC team. We're hoping CBS puts the, don't, don't, don't slander them. They're the biggest right. joke in all of football to me. Uh, Long Island. At least they brought so, the team also, back. So, yeah. so like Colby mentioned week zero. So you got two bye weeks and they don't have any back-to-back road games. Yeah. This is uh, on the easier end of max schedules. Definitely. Yes. And then we have uh, two more schools left. Uh, the Toledo rockets Toledo opens the season at Illinois, which I think is a, kind of a compelling game. Uh, then they host Texas Southern. Who's 
been ass ever since Michael Strahan left. Uh, then they're uh, they're hosting San Jose State, who's you know pretty decent. But Long st- road trip. I want to see who San Jose State has before that. And then their then their other at a conference game is at UMass. UMass just put them in the MAC, folks. Just put them in the fucking MAC. Um, I know they were there. They got kicked out, but yet every school still wants them there. It seems like uh, this one is a cakewalk at a conference. Like there, you want to talk about an easy path to four and zero? It's right here. Let me see here. Illinois is going to be tough, but they lost their defense coordinator. Had the nation's number one defense last year. Uh, but you know, I get it. They they hit the portal. They brought some some key guys in, but I still think Toledo can hang around in that game. I think that's not like a, a, a for sure. Like Illinois is definitely going to win that game. Agreed. And then the other ones, I think they'll be favored. Uh, yeah. Plus, so t- t- Toledo was the best team in the West last year. They're typically towards the top of the West Division, and they don't play Ohio. So another nice thing on their schedule is that they don't play the best team in the East. So yeah, Toledo has got a nice schedule looking like here. Let, let me ask you this, this. Is the easiest. That's the easiest one. I, I know. Over. I know we're going to do the previews later. easier than Eastern Michigan. I think so. I think, cause I think, yeah. uh, I don't know. Cause San Jose state's better than Jacksonville state, UMass and Howard. Okay. Fair enough. No, Toledo has the easiest because Texas Southern sucks and it's a long trip. Uh, San Jose State is average, and that's a long trip. San Jose State's better than UMass and Jacksonville State, though. Okay. True story. Yeah. Okay, I'd have to look a little more closely. So UMass think, is terrible. I think, it's, I think it's a little harder. I think it's a tiny. It's still an easy. Give schedule. me a prediction, yeah. though. This is one I want a prediction in the non-conference. At Illinois, they probably lose, right? I think it's a game, though. It's a game. I don't feel great about just saying uh, Illinois. I mean, what what should that spread be realistically? Like Illinois 11. minus. Really? Nine, eleven. I'll take the points. 10. I'll take the points. I think that's gonna be a one score game. Uh Nick, what I do you say, think? I, I say three and one. I, I say, yeah, they probably drop the game to Illinois and they and they win the others. Yeah. That's nice, man. If they have a nice year, yeah. Could be Watch a better year for the I, I saw the USFL subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast, which we all host. We have an episode dropping this Thursday, but uh, I saw the USFL, uh, the Memphis Showboats, got rid of their amazing uniforms that they had in the '80s and came back as the Toledo Rockets. Patty, <laughs> they just completely ripped the Toledo Rocket uniforms. They're like, look at this, our uniform release, <laughs> fucking hacks. Without fucking they basically hacks. ripped Rocket off the logo. Houston Rockets uh, from the '90s after they switched uniforms. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. That? They had the yeah. Houston Rockets oh. had that classic, you know, red on yellow. Oh, yeah. that's gorgeous. And, and then they just went all went those terrible ones. Yeah. All right. Final school in the Mac, Western <laughs> Michigan. They uh, open up against St. Francis PA. Then they're at Syracuse. There you go. ACC Nick followed by at Iowa back to back tough uh, environments, I guess. Uh, and then they have at Mississippi state relax. Holy yeah. shit. Brand new head coach oh, no, those are some in tough Kalamazoo. Throw wow. out at Toledo. So three, three away games in a row at Syracuse at Iowa at Toledo. That's what is rough. That? The, what, what, I'm forgetting Syracuse's dome. Brand, Brand, uh, the carrier dome. They, they call dome. it something else now. It's like the fucking JTR wireless or some shit like that. Syracuse, <laughs> Iowa, and Toledo. Those are all fucking tough places yeah. to play. That's yeah. pretty tough. Lance yeah, Taylor's is, got his work cut out for him year one. They fired Tim Lester, you know, former Bronco quarterback, who was the OC of those uh, or the uh, PJ Flex teams. He rode the boat right out of town because uh, Lance Taylor's our new head coach and he's got his work cut out for him. This one might be the hardest, actually. Does any other school have three power fives? Yes. All on the road? Kent State and Central Michigan both did, right? No, Central Michigan has, if you include South Alabama, that would be a third one. Okay. But 
I don't know. I think, I think, uh, yeah. Kent state, if you include Fresno would be a third. Oh, okay. You're right. So, I mean, it's still fucking brutal. That's it's arguably the hardest hardest one non-conference wise, at least. I think it's, it's definitely right. in my top three and and not to beat a, a dead horse, but they also have to play at Ohio from the East. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think they got, I think those are the three hardest though. I think Nick's right. Top state, uh, central Michigan, Western Michigan, three hardest boom. Yeah. yeah. Two, seven offsuit draw there for the uh, Western Michigan Broncos for you card for you card gamblers out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Patty C, who would you like to, uh, who would you like to uh, win the Mac next year? Who would I like to win the Mac? Like, who's the program that you like the most in the Mac? All State. He's he's a Muncie guy. I That's am a right. Muncie we guy. I'm Muncie out in the middle of nowhere. No, I'm a Thomas Hammock guy. And I know maybe that's a little chalky because they've won eight out of the last uh, thirteen uh, Mac West championships. The but, round uh, mound of touchdown. That's right. The round mound of touchdown. Tommy Hammock's my guy. Give me Northern Illinois. Give me those Huskies. Nick, who do you want to win? You know, you know, you know, the Ohio guy, Ohio Bobcats. I'm not a front runner either. I've been an Ohio fan for a while. I've been, I've been on that campus. Haven't gone to a football game there, but yeah, come on, Bobcats. What about you, Cole? I mean, I would go, I would go Eastern Michigan, but Ohio. I, I I appreciate like there's a lot of schools in the MAC I love. I'm the opposite of Patty C. Patty C's like, eh, I, I I pretty much I like, I like Ohio. I like Northern Illinois. I like. I like Eastern Michigan. I I honestly like Central Michigan too. The only one I don't really I I guess I don't have a I'll tell you what. Who do I not like in the conference? As 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 a as a snorkeler of sorts, you know, I'll yeah. admit it here. Uh this conference would be infinitely infinitely more interesting if there was a playoff berth at, uh, hello. at, at, at stake here for all True. the parody and all the great games that they play against each other. Yeah. We just figure there's no stakes ever and you just have to appreciate them playing each other for what it is and the exactly. Mac championship, but you exactly. give them the fucking playoff berth. All of a sudden this is a great conference. And Jordan's talking about birdie Manuel. Yes. Birdie Manuel's <laughs> junior is the, the QB of uh, yeah. uh, central Michigan. Yeah. I don't know if Jordan knows this, but my wife is a Western Michigan grad and, and she says, buck them chips. <laughs> Love me some action rivalries. Wow. All right, let's hop on over <laughs> to uh to the Mountain West. But before we get to the Mountain West, I want to tell you guys, what are you doing? What are you doing in life this Saturday? Because myself, stacking the money green, real money Kramer, we are going to be hosting the SGP Final Four watch party. Yes, it's going virtual. Come hang out with the guys on the Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and tune in this Saturday. We are going to be live the entire Final Four. Yes. In both games, live bets, prize giveaways, and much, much more. So make sure you tune in over there. Uh, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience on YouTube and the Sports Gambling Podcast on YouTube. So subscribe right now and let it ride. Also, folks, if you're listening to this on your podcast, or you know, if you're just listening on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast. That's how you really help us. iTunes, Spotify, the College Football Experience, the College Basketball Experience the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. All right. Mountain West conference. What do you, Patty C are you bored by the mountain West conference? I'm not. This has always had a player, uh, you know, uh, a chippy team that has a fighting chance. You know, I don't know though. They've, 
Even when Boise State and TCU were number three and four, they made them play each other. Utah also they had for a while, and, yeah. B- and BYU. This team is always, had a lot. Yeah. It's always elevated an elite team, the Mountain West. Nick, your opinion and on the old Mountain West? Uh, I'm a big fan. I just I just wish it was you know the the times they came on TV was more conducive to uh, a middle aged gentleman living on the East Coast. Uh, <laughs> but I do like a catch it a Mountain West game. There's a lot of teams I like in the league. And uh, looking at you know, so th- this is pretty cut and dry on who you want to play and who you want who you don't want to play. Because last year Boise won the Mountain by three games, Fresno won the West by two games, and there's no and divisions this year. Yeah, yeah, no that's divisions. It. That's true. Good point. Uh, and also, there was two teams that went winless in the league last year. That was New Mexico and Nevada. We still have a championship game, right? There's yes, no yes, divisions, but we yes. still have a championship. So here's my problem, though. Just uh, so I don't know if they hired Gloria uh, Navarez as their as their brand new uh, you know commissioner. Um, the first thing that stood out to me before we dive into these games, what the fuck's going on here? Uh, I look at the final week, rivalry week, and they've altered all the rivals. UNLV and Nevada are supposed to play the final week of the fucking season. They switched the samples. Colorado state and air force should play the final week of the season. Boise and Wyoming should play the final week of the season. Now they did get San Diego state, Fresno state final week of the season, which I can appreciate, but guys, I have issues with, uh, with that, with scattering them throughout the, the schedule. Col- Colby's pro scattered ass. He, he's Not very scattered, anti- <laughs> scattered he's schedule. Very me. Yeah. Scattered rivalries. Yes. I mean, what's going on here, man? I want to see them fight for that cannon on the final week of the season. It's like I the Pitt you. West Virginia thing. It's great to have the backyard brawl back, but why do we remember that LaShawn McCoy moment? Uh, you know, with Dave Wanstead when they knocked off Rich Rod and kept them from the national championship? Because of the stakes of the rivalry game. That was so yep. great knowing Nebraska was about to make the national championship and Colorado beat them by 40, right? That those are what make them so good. You you're killing me. Let here. me push back on you a little what bit. Let me push back. Oh, sometimes go. you gotta elevate <laughs> a real rivalry above one that is just a regional rivalry. So you want the Iron Bowl week three? I don't want the Iron Bowl three week three, but I want Air Force and Boise. Uh, 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 an actual chippy rivalry versus uh, Boise and Boise and Wyoming. No, Boise, Wyoming's been it's, great it's lately. It's been okay. It's been good. But what are you talking uh, about? it's always a good game. Boise has gotten. Boise's better. been dominating, but it's always like a one-score game. Uh, people don't want that. A rivalry doesn't count. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Colby, oh, you're killing me. You don't. You don't want to see Nevada and UNLV the final week. I do want to see that. That's that big in ass state. fucking cannon. But if we're talking yeah. about an out of state rivalry or another out of state rivalry, give me the more Dude, competitive Wyoming one. and Idaho are right there. They deserve to play each other. Yes. In- until, it makes sense. I get until it. Until Montana is in the in the Mountain West, which then I'm okay with Montana, Wyoming. Um and Colorado State Air Force are like how far away from each other? Not far. Like forty five minutes or they something. They should be playing should each be other playing. the final yeah, week of the season. Right. The only thing they got right is Fresno, San Diego State, uh the final week of the season. It just, it bothers me. It bothers me. And I can tell you this, I was looking at uh, over the week, uh, past week, I was looking at some Sam, Sam, Sam Boyd stadium work. God damn it. Always just peering at Sam Boyd stadium pictures. Why did they ruin that? Why are they playing at that stupid fucking nightclub now? And, and like, mm. Dude, are they Sam gonna Boyd have the slot machine perfect. on the sidelines? That's all oh, I yeah. care about. Sam Boyd was machine. perfect. They were absolutely perfect. You fucked it up. And guess what? You can't play at an NFL stadium because you can't pack an NFL stadium. So it's always gonna look bad. 
It is a bad marketing idea to leave Sam Boyd and go play at that fucking nightclub. Unless they put strippers on the sideline. What's that? (laughs) That's true. But who who cares about UNLV football? Ever since Randall Cunningham graduated, Icky Woods and Randall and Keenan McCardle, they had guys. They had Suge Knight on the defensive line. (laughs) All right. They had guys. Your old drinking buddy, right? Yeah. But if they're trying to, if they're trying to be successful, I just think it's a bad move. It's like, oh, on a recruiting visit, you can show him that stadium, but then when you when he goes to play and there's 12 people there. Right. All right, come on. I've I've learned this through stand-up comedy. It's better to do it's better to do that shithole with uh that's packed with tw- 15 people than it is to say, yeah, I could do the uh Irvine improv and then seven people show up and it's the thing intimate. Is, yeah. It's intimate. terrible. It's terrible. Um intimate is better than empty. Yeah. True. 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 Uh All so right. let's let's Air get Force. into this. Air Force got Robert Morris, good old Bob Morris, uh from the FCS. Then they get uh, Sam Houston State at Texas Stadium. Or, I'm sorry, Texans Stadium, not Texas Stadium. Rest in peace to Texas Stadium. Uh, Texans, the te- the the NRGT, whatever the fuck it's called, that terrible stadium in Houston. I I would prefer this game be on campus personally, but Sam Houston is a brand new FBS school. Nick, do you like this matchup? I think it's an interesting matchup. I'm curious as to to, to what Sam Houston's going to do. I don't know if they'll be able to hang with Air Force in that triple option right off the bat. Uh, so yeah, Air Force probably catch him in a good spot. And shout out to Joe Hackney. He says I love some of the home field advantages in the Mountain West. Teams like Wyoming uh, look like a Division three school on the road, but look like a great Power Five team at home. Yeah, ask Virginia, ask Missouri, ask uh, Week One. By the way, Texas Tech coming to Laramie. Watch out! Watch but- out! But guys, this is a, a a great schedule for Air Force. Yeah, they, they get, have no Power Fives. There's only one true away game in the non-con, and that's this at Navy, who, who they've I feel like have kind of had their number lately. And then they get with the brand new head coach. Then they get Army, but it's at Bronco the the whatever they call Mile High Stadium these days, uh, Bronco Stadium. Um, it is a pretty great. I mean, they're going to win ten games again. Let's be honest, right? <laughs> they, Bold they do. statement. They, they do end the year at Boise, but to counterbalance that, they do miss out on Fresno. So overall, and I they think draw it's Hawaii. Nice they draw Hawaii, which is, I mean, to me, if you draw Hawaii and UNLV, I mean, the only thing they're missing is New Mexico. All right? well, Nevada and New Mexico were the worst teams last year. True, and uh, I guess that, that that's fair. That's fair. Not, and and the Hawaii game, the Hawaii game is at the Ching Complex. That's never Ooh. an easy place. <laughs> never an easy place. It's a hard ticket. I'll just say that, you know, the triple option normally fares well against the, but, but look, we'll play. Hey, Brad Roberts ain't walking through. Is he walking through that door? He <laughs> is, uh, is he a senior? No, I think he graduated. He graduated. I, think he graduated. I feel like he's been there forever. Dude. Yeah. I did some renditions to the soundboard and now everything's like scattered wow. ass. And my soundboard's like scattered <laughs> ass. It's everywhere. Right. We've got to uh, sift through our, uh, Deleted song list here. Uh, yeah, I think this is one of the easier ones we're going to get to. Agreed. I think it's one of the easier ones in the Mountain West, and I'm, I'm here this. for it. Yeah. Sam Houston State, what, two, three years removed from their national championship? In the FCS. FCS. Yeah. yeah. Hosting, essentially, Air Force. Is there any chance of an upset there? Sure. Not going to happen, with, though. I, I think with any of the uh, military schools, 
you know, that, that style of football, it does lend itself to, to closer games. So yes, yeah. if someone uh, figures the, it out, the triple option has a long history of destroying teams. Texas in Texas. Teams. <laughs> right. Good point. And, and, yeah. and, and Sam Houston throws the ball around. They yeah. haven't seen yeah. anyone run that much. They'll probably be 75 to nothing. here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boise state next. Oh man. This conference, this at a conference schedule, sign me the fuck up at Washington home to UCF home to North Dakota. The fighting Hawks aren't bad with old Tommy Schuster, a quarterback there. And then at Memphis guys, it's it's hard. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. Much harder than air forces. Yeah. Yes. Obviously. What's uh, what's the prognosis? What's our expectation of Washington? Uh, Solid top 10 team. What really? Are you kidding me? What did they finish last year? They, they won, won like, double digit games. Yeah, last they year. won like twelve games last year. Off my radar. Twelve and two. Not gonna lie. Twelve and two. But no, their whole team it. is yeah. coming back. Okay. Yeah, their wideouts that were gonna go pro all all decided to return. They brought in the the running back from. Uh, oh man, they brought in a, a running back in the portal that's really good from Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Oh, the Leach yeah, guy. Yeah, the guy that was talking. Dylan about Johnson. Leach, right? Dylan Dude, Johnson. Yes. This would be a Boise game if there ever was one. Especially if they're top ten. Yeah. Opening week, go on the road and get it done. Andy, not Andy Avalos. Yeah, yeah Andy, Andy Avalos. Yeah. Could fucking make a name for himself. Well, and he also, made a name for himself. Fresno is included in the schedule too, which makes it that much tougher. True. Uh, well, uh, how about like the first five weeks? You go at Washington, home to UCF, home to North Dakota. Not a terrible FCS. At San Diego State on a short week on a Friday, then at Memphis and then home Ooh. to San Jose. Those first five games are like all. I mean, okay, they'll probably they should beat North Dakota, but still, North Dakota's not a terrible team. They played. They almost beat Nebraska last year at Nebraska. Oh, that's a tough start to this. Yeah, what I mean, do you think they are? Three and two in those five. The interesting thing is Boise State went with the youth movement last year. Yeah. They basically got where they started out terrible first couple of weeks. And they said, you know what? Fuck all this fired. The OC Tim plow went with uh Taylor green. Who's a stud. Uh, and, and, and you saw Halani uh, came back and I right. brought him back. Pair him with the, uh, r- the uh, young running back Genty and, and their, their, their backfield is nasty. Yeah. I mean, I, so I think they can beat UCF on the Smurf turf. That's a far trip for UCF. Yeah. Boise. I agree. I, I mean, I think they beat Memphis at Memphis. Also, I think the only yeah. loss will be at Washington. And then, you know, obviously the game at Fresno or at Utah state, they could be four and one there. They could definitely be four and one at San Diego state. They could lose too. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I kind of like their chances this year. I think I like boys it. is going to be back. I think it's a pretty hard. It's a pretty tough schedule though. Much True. tougher than air force. That's for sure. Does Avalos surpass, um, not, uh, who is after homie? The the great one, Brian Chris Harson. Harson does he, does he surpass Harson? No, not yet. Could he bring back Harson at some point? Harson needs a little like. Uh, they should just hire Peterson again. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Col- Colorado State next, and I'm and Nick. You know you were bullish on this team a year ago. Your Rams. <laughs> that, that, that was a swing and a miss, dude. I think <laughs> this schedule seems kind of nice at a conference. At least they get. I mean, they're hosting Washington State week one, so if Norvell can get this thing going. Uh, with Matt Mummy as the OC, son of Hal Mummy, running that air raid. They get a bye week before. Thank God this game is back on the schedule. <laughs> Colorado State at Colorado. They take on. W- w- I could time. see. I could just see them. Colorado, if they beat Nebraska, everyone thinking Dion's the man. And 
The fact that Colorado State gets a bye week, Jay Norvell, part yeah, of that eighty-five Bears team. Is Jay Norvell going uh, thirteen and zero this year, guys? I know you guys were pretty fucking high on him. I last didn't year. lock it. How'd that, that, that was work a out? Nick lock. <laughs> I didn't lock it. I took I, it. I think, if yeah. I remember correctly, that that win total was at five or so. So it wasn't. I mean, granted, they didn't come close to hitting the, the over, but it wasn't like uh, I predicted double-digit wins or something. Crazy. And, and Rob Donaldson said he's bullish on CSU this year. Hey, we I know Rob's a sharp dude. Look, look. So they're at their non-con is home to Washington state. They get a buy before they travel at Colorado. Nice. Then they're at middle Tennessee who lost a lot. They were a senior senior team last year. And then they get Dixie state, AKA Utah tech. Who's total ass. So they should be, they could be four and oh, yeah, they could be four and oh. What do you think, Nick? Crazy talk. They're not going to yeah. beat. Yeah, Washington they're going to be two and, and two. Colorado. They're going to be. Two I think and two. so. Yeah, right. <laughs> they might lose middle, to Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee is no gimme either. Yeah, stock's still still there. Oh, how did Dixie do last year? No, they were they were they're bad. Very good. Yeah. Okay. You'll so. just go down into Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Come on. That's true. That's a fact. Uh, then they. That's, they, one they, the be- that's one of the best stadium names in the country by far. By far. Um, fucking cowboy it, as it, it gets. It fits. It fits Murfreesboro. Yeah. <laughs> then they're at Utah State, home to Boise. Those first two games are brutal, but then they get a little bit of a break because they go to UNLV and bit. that nightclub, and then they take <laughs> on Air Force. I don't know. This is, a, this is a tough schedule. It is. Yeah. Air Force is the easiest so far, correct? Yes. At a glance, are they bowling? Yes. All right, let's do it. Ready? Ram Middle it. Tennessee, Utah Tech, UNLV. That's three. I I think they're gonna get, either get one against Air Force or Wyoming. That's four. Nevada, Hawaii. That's six. They could even beat San Diego State at home too. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think Colorado State does go bowling in year two. Fresno State is next. Fresno State, uh, wow, they get this is kind of a genius schedule though because they get Purdue in game one of uh, my guy Ryan Walters, former Colorado safety's first game as head coach there. So they're at Purdue, home to Eastern Washington, who's a good FCS historically. Uh, then at Arizona State, who's another kind of a, another first year head coach, and Kent State is also a first year head coach. Watch out! Watch out for Fresno State. Remember, they had our, our uh, Mikey Keene transfer in from UCF at quarterback. You know, uh, Jeff Tedford always has strong quarterback play. But then, even after that, they're home to Nevada, at Wyoming, where it's not going to be. I mean, it might be a little cold by them, but it won't be super good, cold. Good spot for Fresno to catch. Yeah. Uh, then the back-to-back, I guess at Utah state's tricky, but uh, I like uh, this schedule. I think it's a little more favorable. They get Nevada, UNLV and New Mexico. Yeah. It's rare to get the three worst teams (laughs) and the Boise game is at home. So yeah, this schedule is looking really nice. How long is Tedford? This is year two. Yeah. Back. Well, I mean, he left for what? One year. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. But I mean, I'm, I'm curious for him. I want to look it up, but how long it usually takes him to build it back up because with this schedule, could Fresno be this year's whatever Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and Rob says they're going to miss Hainer, but who did they bring in? Uh, Mikey Keen. In a, I just said Mikey yeah, Keen from sorry, UCF. I, I was yeah. looking at the schedule. So yeah. I think Mikey Keen could fit in there nicely. Throwing uh, the ball around. All right. Next up, you got the Rainbow Warriors that, ha- you know, they play 13 games. So they have five. Five out of conference games. They open up week zero at Vanderbilt in Nashville. And see, Nick, you still thinking about going to this game? No. 
<laughs> I don't this think is I tough was. though. This is tough because they're in Nashville and then they have a short week. Uh, let me tell you this. You guys were so confident that Vanderbilt was going to whip Hawaii's ass last year. And I wasn't so confident, but you guys were right. That was an easy yeah. bet. What was it like minus eight or something? Yeah. They won 63 to 10. Buddy, you were snorkeling over there looking at starfish. All right. And we're, we're sitting there deep diving. We knew all Clark about that. Lee was fucking dialing it up over there. He's going to dial it up again against Timmy Chang. But uh, they have a short week to come back to Hawaii, take on Stanford in the uh in the first game uh you know for for them at home in the home opener at the Chin Complex Center that's on a friday then they take on the great danes of albany nice little regional battle there between uh are these the two furthest points got to be on the gotta continent be. from each other that, gotta uh, be. that would be uh the main black bears yeah yeah it's true it's close though yeah uh then they're at oregon and then they're home to new mexico state uh, they're going to go 1 and 4 out of conference they're going to beat albany you don't think they can knock off Stanford, baby? Coming mm. back, or New Mexico? Who's State? taking over at Stanford? New Mexico State. Jerry kills guys. They, they went bowling, buddy. I Watch know, out! But, I know, but it's a hard ticket. It is a hard ticket early for the new coach at Stanford. You can't win. That's that's the Hawaii's program right now. <laughs> Look, if, if anything, we thought Timmy Chang did a little bit better than we thought. True, true. Especially towards the end of the year, they were starting to do some things, play a little bit better. True. But still no. No. Yeah. Uh this one I mean you got 3 power 5s and New Mexico State made a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> what are you tough. doing? You guys you guys just hate on Hawaii tradition, right? You think they're going to fare well there? I think that Hawaii is a program that is destined for greatness. They're destined for a Pac-12 berth eventually. You guys all say TV market, TV market. Hawaii is a state flagship they university. They don't spend any money on their athletic department, dude. Timmy Chang is going to change that, and it's going to start. Downey Community College spends more on their fucking <laughs> athletic department. Uh, dude, they uh, they they do draw UNLV, New Mexico, and Nevada, though. True. Yeah. Good thing you Bonus. get those three in Albany. That's four wins there. Pull a couple upsets. Maybe We're some bowling. Chang magic. Uh, let's look at the. Nev- I think it's. I think it's. Do you think that's one of the harder ones? But uh, it's, it's based on the harder end. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think it's as hard Stanford, as Boise. Uh, I guess Oregon, New Mexico State. It's they not were a that bowl hard. team. They were a bowl team a year ago. I think Boise's is harder. Yeah. Uh, All right, Nevada. Nevada's at USC, home to Idaho, who's an FCS playoff team, and they were starting a freshman quarterback. Idaho's going to be better this year. Uh, home to Kansas, and at Texas State. This is brutal. They're going to get their ass kicked. They also didn't they beat didn't they beat Texas State at home last year? Was that one of their like that is not a brutal did. non-conference slate? USC on the road is a loss. They're gonna lose to Idaho. Are they? Idaho's like top ten FCS. <laughs> Patty loves if I love Colorado State, Patty C loves Nevada. <laughs> okay. So they lost an word last year by like thirty. <laughs> it's year yeah. two. It's year two. They're Things gonna change. you think they're gonna beat Kansas Kansas is a Kansas bowl is team. a loss. Yeah. Kansas is a loss. Even at home. And then they got to go to San Marcos and take on the Bobcats. That's a win. Two and two. That's not brutality. They're not going to beat Idaho. You want to bet me on that? I'll bet you. Mm. Let's All make right. a bet Let's right now. Let's fucking go right now. Ready? Shotgun. A beer. Oh, no. We got to do something more than that. No one gives a shit about shotguns. I want know? a shotgun and beer right now. Should I give the people what they want? God damn Let's it. See. Let's see if Patty sees in midseason form. Let's go. I got the Idaho Vandals. Patty sees right with the Nevada Wolf Pack.
I'm paying my portion of this bet right now. I'm playing oh, with man. house money. Ah, I can't poke it. I'm not in midseason. Oh, there we go. All right. I'll get this shot and let's move it on. That's what she said. Hello. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. I, I think Nevada's going to get their ass kicked, Nick, at, at a conference. I think there's a chance to go 0 4. Certainly possible. I mean, it. Can they make some kind of jump from year one to, to year two? Because they were pretty damn bad last year. Colby had a bad experience in Reno, I'm pretty sure, because he's always shitting on the city. He's shitting on the program. It's bad right now, dude. Whatever, dude. Do you remember the end of the year? You were like, oh, l- let me just <laughs> I refresh had to your admit, memory. It didn't go as I planned. Just like Colorado State didn't go as you guys planned. No, True. Colorado State wasn't as bad as Nevada, though. Nevada was bad. The, yeah, the question is did you see progress from Nevada? And. I think you could probably argue no. I mean, look at that. I mean, I guess they almost beat UNLV, but besides that, they lost 41 14, 41 3. They also had lost 23 7, you know, 48 20, 27 nothing. They lost to Incarnate Word. They gave up 55 to Incarnate Everyone Word. Everyone gives up. That, that's a great defensive performance against Incarnate Word. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got news for you. Idaho's better than Incarnate Word, buddy. I'm taking All right, a fucking guys, shot. What are we on? Okay, we got a. Woo! Yeah, you're really derailing this thing with your fucking beer games over here. All right, uh, there you go. Look at this. Look at this jackass. YouTube.com/slash the college experience. I'm back. All right, uh, New Mexico. The Lobos are playing that a conference schedule of at Texas A&M, home to Tennessee Tech, home to New Mexico <laughs> State. What are you laughing at? This is easy. Yeah, at UMass, New Mexico. Are they going to go bowling this year? Because I see Tennessee Tech. The New Mexico State game is kind of a wash. I feel like if anything, State's probably going to be favored. But Tennessee Tech, UMass is two wins, right? I don't know. That's at UMass though. Patty C did uh, did JFK do anything? Did, was he part of uh, the Manhattan Project down in New Mexico? Uh, we got the Manhattan Project going on, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> or, or uh, Roswell. I think yeah, he might have been Roswell. There you go. You know what's there. brutal, dude? In November, they have back-to-back games at Boise, at Fresno, and then home to Utah State. Relax. Oof. Mountain West. So, saying, so are hey, they going bowling? No. I'm just saying. Look, I see Hawaii, Nevada, UNLV as three winnable games, and then when you mix those with UMass, New Mexico State, and Tennessee Tech, I can paint you a picture of six and six. This team went two and ten last year, and uh, their two wins, if I could pull it up on the fly, was Wyoming over... when I hit on that. No, they lost to Wyoming twenty-seven oh, fourteen. Two years ago. It was two years. Ago. Damn it. <laughs> they beat Maine and they beat Utah. How they they went. Utah. They went winless in the league, so they lost. They got shut out by Colorado State. How did that happen last year? <laughs> <laughs> they they lost to New Mexico State twenty one nineteen. Well, that uh, happens once in a blue moon. Sixty three and twenty three all time against New Mexico State. Seven out of the last ten. Count that as a W this year. Guys, they, they didn't even have a game in the Mountain West where it was under in in single digits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe they're not going bowling. So what is wrong? They win. They win four games. Right. Mexico. I I feel like why is it so much better of a basketball state than a football state? No idea. No idea. <laughs> Who knows? Uh it's a cultural thing. There there are basketball states. That's a low key basketball state though, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. A little bit under the radar. What do we got? Kentucky, Indiana, North Carolina. And New Mexico. And New right Mexico. There. <laughs> That's what they say. 
Uh, all right, let's look at the San Diego State Aztecs. They play week zero. They host the Ohio Bobcats in a game that me and Patty C might have to go to. Uh, oh yeah. Then they play the Idaho State Bengals, who suck ass. But their new head coach is Cody Hawkins, who I've done multiple polar bear shots with. Shout there out to go. Cody Hawkins, uh, former Colorado quarterback. Then they host the UCLA Bruins, and then they're at the Oregon State Beavers. Yeah, it's a tough little stretch there, dude. They could lose three of those if they're not on for that Ohio game because Ohio is good. Yeah, they could lose three of the four. Now, who knows? I think they're uh, more likely they go two and two, three in a row at home though. Yeah, no that, one goes into the snapper with Brady Hook. People go into the snapper and dominate, <laughs> take their lunch yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> a, a nice thing is they have a bye week before the long trip to uh, Hawaii. That's beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, I, they played both Boise and Fresno in the league. It's still pretty not, tough, it's, pretty still tough not schedule. it's still not as hard as Boise's. I don't think, I think I agree. I think this is a, a, a nice night. I mean, Oregon state on the road. That's an L yeah, you got to figure the other three games winnable, even UCLA, they beat them last time they played them, but that was before Brady Hoke was there. That was when it was Rocky log. Yeah. Big difference. <laughs> But DTR is gone. We don't know who the quarterback is going to be for the Bruins. They got Colin Schley, and they also have Dante Moore, a fucking five-star recruit. (laughs) I I wouldn't be surprised. I think the Schley transfer might be a little bit overrated. I wouldn't be surprised if if maybe that uh, that recruit steps in there. Oh, I think Dante Moore might. It's nice to have depth either way. A little experience. They Uh, still have what Garbers too. That's true. Yeah. Is Hoke the only coach to ever say we want to get softer? <laughs> we want to yeah. be less physical, yeah. more finesse. I see we're winning nine games every year. I want to be less, you know, physical and just maybe six and six every year. We could just aim for six and six. Um, all right, let's look at the San Jose State Spartans. They open up week zero at USC. Then they host Oregon State. Then they host Cal Poly, who just got the uh, Hjords, Damon Hjords' son, a five star recruit. Uh, and then they are at Toledo, go across country. That is brutal. This one actually is the hardest one. This is harder than Boise's. Mm. Cal Poly has been shit, but I feel like they got a little better, right? Yeah. But uh, I, then, then Tolson at Boise and Fresno at home and San Diego State. You could argue that's the three best teams in the league. Yeah, this is the hardest one. Brent Brennan Air Force got, also. Jeez. Sorry. I should have went and gotten a job while his name was hot. He had a good year last year though. But it's uh, uh, the 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 clock is ticking here. True. Uh then we got UNLV. They hope they open up again. This is a nice one. All right. For uh what's my guy's name? The former Missouri coach, Barry Odom. They don't have Bobby Petrino. He was only there for a week. But um <laughs> they're home to Bryant. Nice little border battle between Rhode Island and, and Vegas. Uh, <laughs> then they're at Michigan. Shout also. out to Jim Harbaugh for the tough, the tough game, bringing in the, the running Rebs. <laughs> then they're hosting the Commodores of Vanderbilt. And then they're at UTEP going to the Sun Bowl, one of the, the greatest stadiums in America. Um, they're going to go two and two. They're, I don't think they're set up to beat Vanderbilt right now. I think it's year one of the Odom era. So they're going to go two and two. Are Whoa, we sure they're going to go to UTEP? Yeah. Whoa. Pump the brakes. You got Gavin Hardison year five. <laughs> I mean, they, they were, they were, he keeps Biden. We just read New Mexico's wins and they beat UTEP, <laughs> right? This guy's all of a sudden got UTEP. Uh, we look, the national look, championship UTEP, over here. UTEP was three points short of making their second straight bowl game last year when they lost to UTSA by three points in the final. Mm. Mm. 
Okay, so this is building the culture. Dana Demo's building the culture. That's right. Uh, running rebs are coming in there. They'll be scattered ass everywhere. They're gonna get that done. Mountain West is a, is, a, is you know it's, you're playing a, a different level of competition, Nick. I I think Barry Odom will probably instill some toughness that's been much needed in Las Vegas for a yeah. long time. Uh, I think it's one of the easier ones though to tell you the truth because even Vanderbilt. Possibly. Yeah, I think it's kind of middle of the pack, but but towards the easier end, I agree. All right, let's look at the Utah State Aggies. They play at Iowa, home to Idaho State. <laughs> Idaho State making the rounds, home to James Madison. We know that's a win, Nick, right? Uh, and then uh, and then at UConn, I'm gonna be at that game. By the way, you're gonna get your your you going to Logan the whole squad, and I I feel like you should go, Nick. I oh, feel like you should come. Are you gonna dye your hair blonde? Let's fucking go. Why not? I feel like every every every. Utah State fan has like blonde hair and is super white. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, you got to make sure that's the Mormon yeah, white, 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 white. But thing. he's not going to be rooting for Utah State. Oh, that's so why true. would he do that? That's true. Yeah. No, just I'm to blend not. in, make sure he doesn't get his ass kicked in Logan. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. <laughs> I don't want to catch racial yeah. slurs for having brown hair. <laughs> I want to see Patty C on our Wednesday. Yeah. I want to see Patty C on our Wednesday pod. The the, uh, the the week after getting his ass kicked in Logan with like a black eye or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Mormons. Oh, oh, uh, fucking Mendenhall. When who who are they playing when they had that massive brawl? Uh, oh, it was uh, Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that he was great. Dude that runs great. up behind the dude and just throws the elbow in the back yeah. of the guy's head. Mormons get down. Yeah, I Iowa at Iowa, Nick. Could that be an upset win? Not at not at Iowa? not at Kinnick, right? No way in hell. But uh, JMU is a win at <laughs> UConn at the wrench where everyone gets twisted. Uh, that could be interesting. Yeah, they almost lost to UConn last Dude, year. There's three losses. Yeah. That's one in three nine conference. No, you you really think they're going to beat JMU? I think they they I think it's a game. That I think you're game. underestimating no, 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 Utah no, no, State. No, it's a game. I, I respect yeah. Utah State. It's a challenge. That game should be on a Thursday or Friday though. Come yeah, on, that's, 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 that's an intriguing game, that. but it's going to get lost on Saturday. Come on. Yeah, I will win. Rob Donaldson's an Iowa fan. I will win nineteen to seventeen. All right, <laughs> late safety in the in the fourth quarter. I'm gonna say right? two and two because because between James Madison visiting and the road trip to UConn, yeah, I think they fair. catch an L in there. Fair, fair. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, and then you got the Wyoming Cowboys, my personal favorite out of conference schedule here. They're home to Texas Tech. They're home to Portland State, taking on the Vikings. They're at Texas, Woo. and they're home to Appalachia State in a game that is rumored picked Dundee and NC Nick will be at. That would be funny if if Colby. That's the same weekend as as Patty's game in Utah. So we, we 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 all three of us might be at Mountain West games this week. That would be fantastic. <laughs> TCE hitting the road. What do you think the odds are that Wyoming either upsets Texas Tech or Appalachian State in Laramie? Uh, Obviously, the App State game in, in Laramie is. Well, I mean, in Laramie is a tough place to go, dude. They M- they handled their own. Went in there a couple of years ago. And, yeah, and, and Wyoming won. UVA during the outgrow years went in there, yeah. to, got their ass whooped. Uh, UCLA got their ass whooped uh, last time they went there. Let's talk about yeah. altitude. I feel like App State, the Mountaineers are a little better hand uh, prepped to handle Wyoming. Then Texas Tech down on those low true, plains. True. West Point. Texas. I love this out of conference schedule. I mean, I think it's tough because you have yeah, yeah, yeah. But I enjoy the matchups. I'm going to be watching uh, pretty much all of those. Keenly, uh, Nick, uh, is this the hardest? I think I have San Jose State and Boise a, a notch tougher than this one. See, my thing is, 
I think it's t- tougher than Boise. I think beating Appalachian State's harder than beating Memphis. But you're it's a pretty Memphis good for hater. a Mountain West school to have three of your non-cons at home. True, especially when you have a nice home field Dude, environment. That actually, what's crazy is they're for actually you're right because their first five f- five out of their first six games are at home. Wow. And and then they have to travel down to Colorado Springs, you know, on bus for five hours or not yeah. even. Yeah. All right. So my yeah, I think the hardest is San Jose State's. I'm giving it to San Jose State. Patty C. I'll roll with you. I will roll with you. Murderers Row, no fun for San Jose. Easiest State. is either Air Force or New Mexico. New Mexico's got life. Let's go. <laughs> All right, folks. We're gonna hop on over to the other feed, college football experience. We're gonna talk week zero. Week zero. So uh we're gonna sign off from here. Uh remember, check us out, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, folks, make sure you subscribe to all of our feeds, the college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, the USFL gambling podcast, the XFL gambling podcast, sports gambling podcast. We got it all there for you folks. Give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. Give myself a follow on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K and the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Subscribe, tell a friend, get the SGPN app for free in the app store, Google play store. And remember to come talk college football. It's always college football season here at SGPN and the college football experience. So come talk in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash Discord. All right. Uh, so we'll see you in like five minutes when we go live talking week zero draft. Uh, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.